From Audible, I'm Sam Scholl. From the Washington Post politics section, Sean Sullivan and Katie Zezima write, Anti-Trump Republicans confront a dilemma. Are they ready to help elect Clinton? Anti-Donald Trump Republicans are starting to consider whether their opposition to a Trump presidency is so strong that they would be prepared to fight him in the general election, even if that means helping put an avowed enemy, Hillary Clinton, in the Oval Office. One strategy under discussion is to focus on helping down-ballot GOP candidates while sitting out the presidential race under the belief that Trump will lose to Clinton no matter what. A more drastic and difficult option? Rallying support for a third-party candidate who could uphold traditional Republican positions but would almost certainly steal votes from Trump. You have to bet on sanity, said GOP strategist Stuart Stevens, who helped lead the campaign of 2002 nominee Mitt Romney. If this is one of those moments in history where for various reasons the party has to play out nominating someone who is completely unelectable, so be it. The dilemma came into focus Tuesday night when Trump scored a decisive victory in Indiana over Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, prompting Cruz to say he was dropping out of the race, despite an all-out effort by the anti-Trump forces to turn the state into a firewall to halt the billionaire's march toward the nomination. Trump triumphantly declared in an interview that the so-called never-Trump movement was dying a fast death. Some anti-Trump Republicans believe the current strategy shouldn't be abandoned until Trump actually wins the 1,237 delegates he needs to clinch the nomination. But he has now won seven straight primaries, including the latest in a state where his foes spent millions of dollars under the belief that he was vulnerable. Indiana further confirmed the Stop Trump efforts didn't work, and spending even more resources in an effort to keep him from the nomination will just be expensive political therapy or theater at this point. Former Minnesota Governor Tim Pawlenty, a former Marco Rubio backer who is now neutral, said in an email. The difficulty of the GOP's path forward was clear in the hours before and after the voting here. Even as Trump has tried to assert himself as the presumptive GOP nominee, he allowed his already bitter rivalry with Cruz to darken further. Trump on Tuesday invoked a National Enquirer report alleging that Cruz's father had been spotted with Lee Harvey Oswald around the time of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Cruz called Trump a pathological liar and refuted his claim. Cruz announced hours later that he was suspending his campaign, but the continued nastiness prompted some anti-Trump Republicans to look toward a once unthinkable prospect, undercutting the GOP nominee in ways that could make way for a Clinton presidency. The GOP is going to nominate for president a guy who reads the National Enquirer and thinks it's on the level, tweeted Mark Salter, a former aide to Senator John McCain, Republican Arizona. Then he added a Clinton campaign slogan, I'm with her. For some Republicans, the prospect of a President Clinton is more palatable than a President Trump. Not because they like Clinton, but because they could not fight her on familiar terrain, rather than watching an unpredictable Trump use the power of the White House to remake the GOP. Conservative blogger Eric Erickson, a staunch Trump critic, said he and other activists plan to hold a conference call Wednesday to discuss strategy moving forward. Among the ideas on the table is rallying behind a third-party challenger, and admittedly difficult task because of logistical hurdles involving such things as fundraising and securing spots on state ballots. Erickson said that a more likely option would be letting Trump run and, these opponents believe, lose on his own in November. There are a number of us who can't bring ourselves to vote for him, and there's more and more polling showing just how badly he would cause the Republicans to lose other races, Erickson said. Either plan would mark a dramatic shift from the prevailing approach among anti-Trump groups to try and block him from the nomination by selectively targeting him in states where Cruz or Ohio Governor John Kasich have the best chance of beating him. Indiana was a state where they saw a chance to slow the mogul, 
Such groups as Our Principles PAC and the Club for Growth together spent $3.2 million on anti-Trump ads in the run-up to Tuesday's primary, about half the total spending by independent organizations in the state. But even before Tuesday, there were signs that donors are losing their appetites to finance the Stop Trump efforts. Anti-Trump super PACs spent just $4.8 million on TV ads and mailers in April, down from $21.7 million in March and nearly $11 million in February, according to Federal Election Commission filings. In all, anti-Trump groups have pummeled the Republican frontrunner with more than $43 million in TV commercials, leaflets, and paid phone calls since the beginning of the campaign. But nearly all of those efforts came in January, long after Trump had been riding high in GOP polls. One of the anti-Trump groups, Never Trump, released a statement late Tuesday from strategist Rory Cooper, acknowledging that Trump's Indiana win makes the road ahead more challenging. Cooper said the group will continue to seek opportunities to oppose his nomination but he appeared to look ahead to the group's role in the general election. A strong never-Trump movement is critical to...